The FT. The discovery of a new antibiotic has brought fresh hope to the fight against drug-resistant infections. Called Tyxobactin, it is the result of a public-private collaboration involving universities in the U.S. and Germany and the U.S. biotech company Novobiotic. I'm Andrew Ward, FT Pharmaceuticals correspondent, and with me in the studio is our science editor Clive Cookson. Clive, we've been hearing increasingly dire warnings about the implications for human health of rising resistance to antibiotics. Just last month, a study warned that without global action, drug-resistant infections could cause 10 million deaths a year worldwide. Research by former Goldman Sachs economist Jim O'Neill has estimated that the problem will cost at least $100 trillion over the next 35 years unless more is done. How much of a difference do you think Tyxobactin is likely to make? I think Tyxobactin, if it lives up to its initial promise, will make a difference. Of course, one drug is not going to solve the antibiotic crisis, as some people call it. This one works against about half the bacteria that are around, the so-called gram-positive bacteria, that which includes the ones that cause tuberculosis, C. difficile, Staph aureus. So it's promising, but... We must remember it's shown brilliant results against animals. It's killed lots of bugs in lab tests, but it's not yet been into people. It'll be a couple of years before it begins clinical trials. And even if all goes superbly, I can't see it on the market in less than five or six years. How was it discovered? Tell us a bit about how this came about. It's an interesting step forward in drug discovery technology because most antibiotics are based on chemicals that bacteria make to kill other bacteria in terms of their competitive evolution. Now, the trouble is that until now, the bacteria that have been used as the source of these natural antibiotics have been very limited because the number that will actually live in lab cultures is very limited. What this research group has done is found a way to culture bacteria that couldn't be grown in the lab before. They've found a way of growing them within the soil, which is their natural habitat. That's opened a whole new window, and this is one, a previously unknown species, that happens to make a very, very powerful killer of other bugs. How does it work? How does it work against these infections? The way it works is quite promising too, because most antibiotics work by tackling the proteins, the enzymes, that other bacteria use to operate. This is slightly different. It actually attacks the cell walls of the bacteria. These are not proteins. These are fatty molecules called lipids in the cell walls. And genetic experts think it'll be harder for bacteria to evolve a way around this, in other words, to evolve resistance, than against most other antibiotics which attack proteins. You mentioned some of the infections that it targets. These, I believe, are among the most common that are facing resistance, which I suppose is why there is so much excitement about this discovery. Yes. What it doesn't attack is another group, the gram-negative bacteria, which best known as E. coli. But the researchers say that the same technique, their technique for growing and screening soil bacteria that hadn't been accessible before, could yet produce a whole wave of new antibiotics that could target some of these others too. 
But as you say, it's still in the early stages. Is it too soon to start talking about uh, when this could potentially be available as a product? The researchers say it'll take two or three hundred million dollars to develop. That's less than the average for a drug. Maybe two more years to perfect it so that it's ready to go into the clinic with patients. Another two or three years, if all goes well with those clinical trials, to get it onto the market. And we mustn't forget that this drug is going to get a lot of publicity. But there are a lot of other biotech companies with original researches to antibiotics. So things are bubbling up here. The antibiotic crisis, which you mentioned in your introduction, as perhaps costing $100 trillion if nothing is done over the next few decades, things are being done. It won't be that bad. And this kind of public-private collaboration, is this a model for how the challenge can be tackled? I think so, yes. I think you need academics. In this case, it's Northeastern University in Boston and the University of Bonn in Germany. It's a privately-owned biotech company. But once they've got into the capital and money-intensive phase of clinical development, they'll no doubt partner with a big pharmaceutical company. So... I'm sure that this collaboration will eventually involve one of the big drug companies that will take it on and, if all goes well, put it on the market. Though then, of course, there will be the economic and financial question. The authorities, public health people, won't want it to be made indiscriminately available, even if it does appear to be quite resistant to developing antibiotic resistance. So the question then will be, how will that drug company make money out of it? And that's an economic question that Jim O'Neill's commission, amongst others, is looking at. And we don't yet have that answer. Just finally, Clive, give us your assessment. Looking across the range of work going on in this area, are you feeling optimistic or pessimistic about our prospects of, uh, of meeting this challenge? I'm optimistic. I think that the people who've been crying crisis about this, such as Sally Davies, the UK chief medical officer, even David Cameron, our prime minister, they've got things going. So I think now there are dozens of biotech companies working on this, an even larger number of university labs, and the big pharmaceutical companies are moving back in. So I think there's enough science being harnessed probably to if not solve the problem to at least mean we don't face an antibacterial apocalypse clive thanks very much for more downloads go to ft.com forward slash podcasts when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.